Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to a another interactive broadcast of the Indigo Room. And this, I am your host, Steph, host, Sydney Chase. And joining us today, as we are having her every Sunday, is beautiful Linda Patrick. Hey, Linda. Hi. And um, we are... This is where we discuss all things spiritual. And by that, I mean that we are non-physical spiritual beings having physical human experiences. And guess what? Life is really, really good and delicious when you decide that it's going to be. You choose that it's going to be. Sometimes you have wiki-wacky, and then you know you choose otherwise. So um, I'm excited to be back. We were gone um, last week because I was away. So uh, we're back. Today is March 29th, 2015. We are <laughs> almost into April. Spring is finally arrived. I'm so happy. Yay! Yay. The sun is shining. It's beaming. We're a happy campus here at the Indigo Room. I know I am anyway. How about you, Linda? <laughs> I'm happy. It's raining we're here ha- instead of snowing. <laughs> well, hey. We're happy. And it's going to be warm we take all next rain. week. Rain. We take rain. <laughs> I'm happy we with def- rain. All right. I know. I'm happy with rain, too. Yesterday, it was a little overcast and a little rainy and a little drizzly, but um, people were talking about snow, and it was I didn't see a speck. So that's all right with me. And uh, after my <laughs> trip last week, I had... <laughs> Oh, my God, the snow. I couldn't believe it. Okay. I got to New York and, um, I mean, I got to Manhattan and uh, I just, it just started to trickle down a little bit. And I was like, okay, not bad. By the time I got out of there, out of uh, the Met, and went down into the subway, came back up in Brooklyn with my son, and there was snow everywhere. And, of course, you know, me being the smart person that I am, decided that it would be better if I took off those boots that I had on because they had a, you know, pretty nice little heel. And I said, you know, since I'm walking to Manhattan, you know, let me just put on my flat. Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong, wrong, wrong. That was the wrong move, and uh, I got out of the subway, and uh, then my son informs me that we have eight blocks to walk to his house. I was like, can't we take a cab? I'll pay for the cab. Can't we take a cab? What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> Man, I never, I never, look, my feet got so wet because my flat shoes, 
were not snow or waterproof. So the water, there was a slush, and the water started seeping in. I could feel uh, my pop getting wet. Girl, I thought I was going to lose my mind. And then the next thing that happened was I started walking, and I kept feeling these, like, unevenness on my the bottom of my feet. I was like, what, is, what, what am I stepping on stones? What, what's going on here? It's a flat surface. Well, pretty much flat. Ice balls, ice balls, oh, ice no. balls on the bottom of my shoes. And every couple of steps, every couple of two minutes, I had to stop and scrape them. It was it was horrendous. By the time we got in to his apartment, we got into the building, and I'm looking, I'm going, oh, my God, there's no elevator? <laughs> He's like, no, Mom, because this is the first time I've been to his new apartment. Mm-hmm. He says, no. I said, what floor do you live on, son? What floor? Please don't tell me you live on the top floor because I will lose it right here. I'll just sit on these steps until I get warmed up. And uh, he said, no. Um, we're on the second floor. So I made it up to the second floor, dragging <laughs> my frostbitten feet. Just it was I couldn't even feel my feet. I don't even know how I climbed the stairs. And uh, we took, I took my shoes and my wet socks off, my wet shoes and my wet socks, and my feet. <laughs> my feet were so close together, they made the form of the shoe. And I just <laughs> spread my toes out, <laughs> and my shoes were pointy. <laughs> so they were like this pointy, like I don't even know what. And then I screamed because it was so, so painful. And then finally I warmed up. But um, we had a good time. We celebrated his birthday. I got to see some friends I haven't seen, family I haven't seen. So it was a wonderful weekend. Great. Except for the except for the ice balls on my feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was horrendous. So I'm done with all of that winter <laughs> weather finished. Yep. And um, I had a wonderful time at the Met. So uh, it was all good. It was a great weekend. Great. Unfortunately, I had to come back to reality and go to work on Monday, but <laughs> it was wonderful. So um, the plan is now I should be back in New York by May 1st, and uh, that's how I'm going. So we'll be moving, moving really? back to New York City. Yep. Wow. Yes, so sir, you- Bob. So did you get a new, you know what? Uh, I will tell you about that after the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's all Sounds good. good. It's all good. Good. Yeah. I was holding no. the space. Huh? I was holding the space. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good. Yes, ma'am. Um, you will be hearing more. Um when we get done with the show, but yeah, it's all it's all fun, 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 fun stuff. Right. Okay, so we are reading the I Am Discourses this week. We are finishing up, hopefully. I don't know if we'll get done. We're almost done. And uh, this is probably going to be the last of the Mohicans. Um, I encourage you all to get the I Am Discourses if you haven't already. Um. The go to Saint Germain 
found, uh, Foundation.org, I believe is the website. And um, they have the books there. They're, the PDFs are seven, and the actual books are about 30 bucks each. But um, they're well worth the, uh, the money, I believe. And, I found, um, uh, all right. You can also use bookstores too. Use bookstores? Mhm. Oh, okay. Yeah, you may you may actually find them used too on Amazon as well. I would uh, also search Amazon to see if I can find them. Um, I find a lot of good books on Amazon, and um, I would check there as well. But uh, they're really, really. They've really helped me to to uh, put everything that, put it all together, kind of. Um, and, uh, you know, reading Neville, if you've, if you've read Neville and you read the I Am Discourses, to me, they just all, they, it just helps you to really be able to focus on what he's talking about when he's talking about the I Am statements and your I Am presence. And... Um, I'm just always in awe every time I read something in these books. And I'm just about finished finally Volume 7, but it's taken me a minute to read because, when I say a minute, I mean a long minute. (laughs) It's taken me a a minute to read um, Volume 7 because there's so much that you have to um, sit with in my opinion, and unravel and unwrap your mind. Um, You know, we've been taught so many things and we believe so many things and the things that we believe aren't always the truth. And so you have to now unravel what you thought might have been true or what you believe to be true and then say, well, okay, that kind of makes sense, but does it? I can't wrap my mind around that. So... It does take a little bit of time to read these and digest them, I think. That's that's my feeling. Um, I plan to read them all before I leave the planet, so <laughs> that's my goal. At least and, once. Huh? Yeah. At least once. At least. At least once. That's that's the that's the uh the plan, you know. I was thinking um yesterday and uh the thought occurred to me that um, we really are hybrids, all of us. Um, And that's kind of cool because um, when you're spirit, you're spirit, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we have sort of the best of both worlds, I I feel like. You know, um, imagine if we were just human and we didn't have that light inside of us, so that God spark inside of us, we wouldn't be able to accomplish very much. Um, And it's kind of cool to be able to have the physicality of your life as well as the spiritual um, part of your life. And the two are not separated, but it's kind of cool. And I was like, yeah, we're hybrids. There'll never be another one like me. There'll never be another Linda. There'll never be another Gary or Gloria or Wanda or Painter or Jamea or any of you who listen or Karen. There'll never be another one like you. That's how unique 
you are to this um, existence that we're in. And I just was sitting, and I was thinking, you know, like about planet. Well, there goes Cleopatra. About Cleopatra, <laughs> also. And I was like, well, she's a, she's sort of like a hybrid, but she's she, she's an animal hybrid, and I like being a human hybrid. It's kind of cool. So, um, anyway, those are my those are my thoughts for the week, and um, just ponder how unique you are, how magnificent you are. And how good it is to be here. And think about, you know, like, I know a lot of times people think, well, I'm insignificant. You know, what's so special about me? Man, woman, there are so many people that you have touched their lives. Um, Maybe you said a kind word to someone or you gave something to someone or you did something for someone or you did something at work and you change the whole fabric of reality by that deed or that thought or that that kind word and um, you have no idea who you may have helped or you know what part that you played not yet you may not know it yet but you did something and um, that's really cool too so don't ever think that you're insignificant or too small or you haven't done anything or who did you help or, you know, from the point of your birth, you change the fabric of this reality that we live in. From the point of your birth, period, just the fact that you're here. So understand how wonderful you are and how unique you are. So we're going to be reading the uh, I Am Discourses number... 24, I believe. Yeah. No? 29. And we're on page 329 of volume 3. And, uh, Yaren, that includes you. (laughs) Should you be listening to the I Am Discourses later? And uh, also Martha. I really want to thank Martha, who has been a champ in um, being an administrator on the IM Discourses group. She is really um, doing a good job there, so I just want to say thank you to her as well. And um, we're going to get started. Also, don't forget to check out Sedona Talk Radio. That's owned by our Linda. What do you have on tap this week, Linda? Anything good? The I am discourse. I mean, um, um, S- I Sedona. I muted myself, so I <laughs> myself. Um, well, um, we've got um, a good article, a good show on water. Um, you know how 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 uh, thinking beyond the water cap, where your water comes from, how it's processed, and um, we have. A real interesting musical show coming on as well <clears throat> on Monday. Music through the chakras, and that time cool. will be a real interesting um, uh, show. Um, they're interviewing um, one of the singers from Beautiful Chorus. So that sounded really good. 
Nice. Of course, we have the indigo room. Yes, we have the indigo room too. But um, I really want to encourage you all to check out Sedona Talk Radio. Um, there are archives as well on some of the shows, right? Yeah, all mm-hmm. the shows have archives. Okay. So um, go through them. Look, look, check them out. See if there's something there that interests you. I'm sure you'll find something. <laughs> and if you, go, if you go to Sedona Talk Radio on Facebook, the newsletter comes out on Sunday. So um, there should be a newsletter there to get uh, people started. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. And um, you can also check out our blog on um, Sydney Chase word.wordpress.com and uh, that will be um, that comes out that the blogs are daily and um, if you don't have any of the I am discourses there's a lot of um, uh, quotes you know I pull a lot of stuff that I find has helped me and I post it on the blog so uh, you can check that out as well and both Linda and I and Sedona Talk Radio and I and the Indigo Room are on Google. So you can find us on Google Plus as well. Yeah. Yes, they, yes we are. We're everywhere. <laughs> and um, you can check our email at the Indigo Room, all one word, two, at gmail.com. I have to get used to that one. I haven't quite gotten used to checking that email. Um, I'm still checking the Indigo Room 1 at AOL.com, but I have to change all of those emails to now funnel into the Gmail account. So do check us out there. We're going to start with discourse number 29 on page 329. I'll start reading first. Thank you, Linda. She put the... Website in there. I just love Linda. Don't you all? No, don't you all love Linda? <laughs> Woo! All right. So um, this is beloved Arcturus discourse on the music festival at Soldier Field. <clears throat> it is Saint Germain's request that I voice to you the mighty accomplishment at the music festival last night. May I first refer to my own humble efforts in conjunction with those at the Royal Teton on New Year's Day two years ago. It was then decreed that the Century of Progress exposition should be a focus for a constructive activity which should ever expand and increase in intensity during the next 100 years. The opening and lightning of it was the initiatory step that is to usher in the beautiful, magnificent golden age, which is signalized in this activity. This has made Soldier Field sacred ground. Hey, Linda, ain't you near Soldier Field? Yeah, it's on the north side. Uh, it's on, yeah, south of uh, downtown. Oh, you may want to go yep. step over there. <laughs> yep. You know, you find that the most the some of these sacred places in the most unusual or not thought of uh places. Anyway, 
says, this has made soldier, soldier Field, Sacred Ground, a sacred altar of divine activity in the Western world. Hmm. And so far as humanity at large is concerned, the hub of the whole America. A volume could be voiced on all that took place and that which led up to last evening, but owing to the human sense of time, this must be greatly condensed and but an outline given. Before proceeding with this description, I wish to call your attention to the unparalleled number of pageants of all kinds of many nationalities that are being held in Soldier Field this summer. These cover the period from the ascension of Jesus down to the present time. They give acknowledgement of the ascension, which is the most vital thing and the culmination of all human experience. These pageants, from the human standpoint, are a calling forth of the latent memory in humanity at large and are a rising raising of the essence of that activity. How easy it is for humanity to pass over transcendent activities because of their unbelief, acknowledgement, or acceptance of the true perfection, there's that word again, perfection, of life. For all life in manifestation is God in action. Did you get that? Does that does that hit you? Hit you in the chest. All life in manifestation is God in action. Unfortunately, however, it is more often colored by human concepts of limitation and destructive qualities, which through the individual's power of free will, everyone is at liberty to do. This heirloom, however, will be greatly remedied by the setting aside of the greater part of the human free will as it is known today. This will enable much of humanity to be awakened and saved from their own destruction. Here may I say that the students who think they can play with the great law because of their unwillingness to give the necessary self-discipline will find themselves unfortunate indeed if they attempt it when once having entered upon the conscious path. The great law, which does not discriminate, takes individuals at their words and feelings. Those who think they can escape this are but deceiving themselves. The law takes you at your words and feelings. Really, really those feelings. But your feelings are manif- your words are a manifestation of your feelings. So if you are saying, um, I am sick, you are usually feeling that. So if you are saying, I am healthy, but you're still feeling sick, that does help you to change the feeling back to health because you are reminding yourself. But usually your words are the manifestation of what you're really feeling. So you can use your words to change how you feel. And you can use your feeling to change your words. So it goes back and forth. But nine times out of ten, what we do is voice our feelings with our words. And it's a little bit difficult to do it from using your words to change your feelings. Um, Because usually you'll say to yourself, your mind will say to yourself, well, that's not true. You're sick. (laughs) That's not true. I don't care what you say. I'm telling you 
that you don't feel good, you know? So it's, it's up to you to change that or to focus on your I am presence, which helps you be able to change that. And if you've got that momentum going or you've been practicing your I am statements, you've been, you know, practicing and making it a habit to call on your mighty I am presence on a, on a regular basis more often, then it's not as difficult to turn that around. So you may feel bad, you know, once you've started this process or you've gotten, you may be feeling tired today or you may not be feeling, you know, happy, joy, joy. You're like, oh, Sydney, shut up. Why do you feel so happy, joy, joyful? Because I choose to. So, but it's a choice and you always have that choice. And that's what's so really cool about being human and having free will. You always have that choice to turn it around to shift, to turn, and to refocus and regroup, so to speak. Regroup those feelings. Change them. The coming pageant of the self is really really of great importance for the enters into the vibratory action from the time of Jesus up to the present. The inner activity within the above soldier field last night was the interactivity within and above soldier field last night was one of the most divine activities since the advent of the Kumaras into the presence of the earth. Circle upon circle rose above the surface of the earth and those seated within the field. The first circle was formed by the members of the Great White Brotherhood in their golden robes, being those whose outer forms have not yet made the ascension. Next came the ascended hosts of masters who have made the ascension. Then came the angel divas and the seven of the cherubim. The circle above them contained four of the gods of the mountains, three of whom you know, the other you shall know. Around these were the archangels, of whom the archangel Michael was the director. Surrounding the core of light within the center of the field, extending for 200 feet within the earth, and to 5,000 feet above were St. Germain, Jesus, the tall master from Venus, and the great divine director. They were the dispensers of the mighty currents of energy sent to all parts of the earth to do their work with no uncertainty. During the singing of the Holy City, the divine pattern of that which is to become the Holy City upon earth was lowered into its position, where it shall remain until it becomes a visible, vibrant city of light to the westward. The exact position of this I may not disclose at the present time, but I assure you it was a mighty activity which will become a mighty reality to the humanity of Earth. I want to say hi to Althea, too. And happy birthday. Because <laughs> I missed her birthday. Um, during Mr. Jones' John Charles Thomas Solos. Okay, I don't know why I had a hard time with that. During Mr. John Charles Thomas Solos, that great vibratory action was taken upon and re-echoed by a great majestic celestial chorus whose radiance poured forth over America like a glistening shower of light to consume and bless. During the singing of the Hallelujah Chorus, the entire activity was turned over to the direct dispensation of Jesus himself. I wish to assure you that the set pieces in color were not just a human idea. 
But those responsible for their presence were inspired by the Ascended Masters, principally St. Germain, in order to establish their renewed, powerful activity, which was intensified a thousandfold or more to again act within the light, the soul, the light, from the heart to the periphery of America and the world. The representation of signing the Declaration of Independence was to bring before conscious attention of the earth and especially America, its unparalleled activity upon the earth, and to call it to the attention of the people of America that they might hold close to and stand by the original Constitution of the United States, which was and is a divine creation, until such time as the complete ascendant master Constitution of the United States of America shall come forth as the advance of the Golden Age proceeds. Forgot about reading that. The golden eagle and shield represent the height of divine protection for America. Again, we established the bell of liberty in the power color of blue. Oh, is that a, is that blue? Is the liberty bell blue? I didn't know. I don't think so. Is it? Do you know what it is? We're going to have to Google that. Nope. <laughs> represents the glorious liberty and freedom forever for America and the earth from all human selfishness and the instigator um, of which in every case is private profit. And the cause has been the same throughout the ages. The four powerful blue rays that formed a canopy over the field thought to be ordinary by the mass of humanity represented that fourth dimensional activity brought into visibility upon the earth. And if it be necessary for the protection of America, the jewel in the heart of God, then that blazing light as of a thousand suns shall descend upon earth and consume all human inharmony and selfishness from the planet. Well, we kind of need that right now, St. Germain, I'm just saying. The fan of pink light at the beginning was qualified to serve in the entire activity and the great love star stood above all, shedding its light through the tier above tier of great beings. I congratulate you and this good brother and those many students of our beloved St. Germain, and I thank you all for your earnest and sincere work in behalf of the freedom of America. May the activity of these beloved students of light never can ever continue to expand until from the nucleus the light of its radiance covers America. I also congratulate our beloved St. Germain for his great accomplishment in establishing this nucleus and focus in America and for his wonderful love, his light, his work for America for nearly 200 years, which ere long will begin to bear fruit of such perfect kind as has, as has not been herefore to in any civilization. So it was 200 years he was working on it back in 1932. Huh. I bow to acknowledge, I bow in acknowledgement of his great love, wisdom, and strength. I congratulate you, my beloved sister and brother, for your love, steadfastness, patience, and activity for the students that have been and those are to, and those that are to follow. That would be us. Ever know that I am the only acting presence and you will find that all activity will conform to the perfection of that presence. I bid you adieu 
but not goodbye, Arcturus. All right, well, that was kind of interesting. I forgot about this chapter. Do you remember this chapter? Yeah. Yeah. And just so you know, I have seen the Liberty Bell and no, I think it's the set. They had uh, set decorations on the stage because this was a concert. This was a concert. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. Because I remember I'm going, ooh, I'm going to look this up. Look it up a little bit. And, um, you know, I didn't look at the newspaper or anything, but um, I was curious and there was some reference. To it. It was a, uh, a New Year's Eve concert or I don't know, something. Yes, I do so remember had... now looking that up, the concert, but I didn't dig too deep. Yeah. Yeah, it was a concert, right, right, right. Because I first read this, this one in 2013, so um, this is my... And then I reread it again, but I, I don't know why. I don't remember that. Anyway, um, we're going to continue. And do you want to read some? Sure. Cool. You'll read this one. I'll read the next one. This is very, these are very short. Yeah. Going to the, towards the end mm-hmm. of the book. This course, 30, November 29, Beloved St. Germain's Thanksgiving Day Discourse. Beloved students of the light, today is indeed one of the greatest days of Thanksgiving that I have experienced in 100 years. To see how the light, acknowledgement, and acceptance of the mighty I Am presence is being received and utilized by the hundreds of students in America is truly a time of rejoicing and thanksgiving. Not only do I pour forth my love and blessings to the students, but the entire host of Ascended Masters, the Great Cosmic Masters, the Great White Brotherhood, the Legion of Light, and those ministering from Venus, join in this praise and thanksgiving for the true light that is being spread among mankind. I do and shall deeply appreciate every assistance of the students under this radiation in getting the books into print and spreading them before humanity, for it is the greatest service at present that can be rendered. The greatest need today is in calling the outer attention of mankind to the one great source which can give the needed assistance. That is the mighty I Am Presence and the host of Ascended Masters. The attention of individuals fixed upon this great source gives the opening needed for the outpouring of the great eternal cosmic light to flood forth into the outer world, reaching not only the consciousness of individuals, but into conditions that greatly need readjusting. It is my wish that all the students under this radiation feel their individual responsibility in this respect to keep their minds and bodies harmonized and to keep charging their minds and emotional worlds with the direction, directing wisdom and perfection of the mighty I am present. This will enable assistance to be given humanity which the outer could not possibly conceive of in its heretofore limited condition. 
I wish each student to understand and feel deeply that the great Ascended Masters and myself stand ready to give every assistance to the individual that the law of his being permits. The need of the students is always to stand firm and unyielding in the presence until the outer human creation about them is dissolved, consumed. And then the mighty light, wisdom, and power of the mighty I Am Presence will flood their minds, beings, and worlds within this glorious radiance, filling them and their worlds with that harmony, happiness, and perfection which every heart so much craves. I urge all to do definite, conscious, protective work for America, that the cosmic light and eternal perfection enfold the earth, removing and consuming all discord, and continue to bless persons, places, conditions, and things, for it is the mighty miracle-working activity which will usher in the prosperity and happiness that all so much desire. It is my great joy to report to you that already great protection has been given to the East Coast from Philadelphia to Maine. If this protection had not been given, some of your cities would have been in ruins today. This, beloved ones, is what is, it means to bring a mighty focus of the Ascended Masters into your midst. Only as your inner sight is open to see and know the true reality can you have a small concept of the truth which I have just spoken. May your hearts fill with joy and may you work earnestly for the health, success, and prosperity of the messengers who have been the channels through whom this focus of protection has been given. Unfortunate indeed are those who criticize the messengers or the work. Better had they never been born in this embodiment. Beloved students, try with all sincerity to feel the reality and infinite blessings of this work that your world and America may reap the great reward of that blessing. Words are inadequate to tell you the fullness of my gratitude for your earnest, sincere effort. Your ability and power to bless and prosper will ever increase as you hold firmly to and within your mighty I Am presence. My love enfolds you. My light illumines you, and the wisdom of the mighty I Am Presence prospers you unto the fullness of all perfection. The love of the mighty host of Ascended Masters, the Great White Brotherhood, and the Legion of Light enfolds you always. I am sincerely in the light, St. Germain. Thank you, my dear. My love, my light illuminates you. I'd forgotten God. about the the um uh the great white brotherhood and the legion of light. Mm. In the I sort of thought they were part of the ascended masters, but I guess they're not. Yeah. That's why <laughs> that's why I gotta keep reading. <laughs> yeah. I forget. You know, things cloud over. It's like, um, 
you know, you ever see these these movies where, you know, you you have this uh, superhuman or, you know, Superman or something like that, and then all of a sudden there's a cloud and they forget who they are, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when we don't read or, you know, we don't remind ourselves or we don't um, remember to call on the mighty I am presence is that we forget, you know, and it's so easy to do. It's just you slip into the, <laughs> you slip into the uh, race consciousness. And um, I'm not saying that's a bad thing and you can't, unflip yourself out of it, but that's why, you know, I forgot that too. So I'm glad we read it today. You know, just so that we can bring our awareness back. Back. (laughs) Back from black. Okay. So we're on to 31. You can go ahead and and read that one too, Linda. Okay. And then I'll read the next one. Discourse 31, December 25th, 1934. Beloved St. Germain's Christmas Day Discourse. St. Germain, it is with great joy that we are observant of the tremendous accomplishment, individually, nationally, and cosmically speaking, for when we have the use of and can cooperate with those great and mighty cosmic currents of energy, directed by that great wise intelligence, then we know that every step moved forward brings us nearer and nearer to that mighty glory and freedom which many are learning to feel and rejoice in. How different all activities are when working in conjunction with that great cosmic wisdom which is no longer compelled to withhold its mighty energy because of the free will of the individual. For now, the cosmic activities of the nations are of first consideration. Then comes the individual. Heretofore, because of the individual, certain cosmic activities had to wait. Now the great cosmic wheel has turned, bringing all national, emotional, and mental activities into the great preparation where every cog in the wheel must fit into the cosmic reality. The free will of the individual still binds and limits the outer sufficiently. So there will be many individuals and conditions in which it will be as though they were being run through great rollers in which all undesirable qualities are pressed out and by the power of the consciously directed flame are consumed. The mighty radiance, consciously directed by the great host of the ascended masters from the great central sun, is not only having tremendous effect on the minds and feelings of mankind on the surface of the earth, but far within the crust of the earth itself. Hence, it has been possible to avert many great disasters. Here I want to say in great love, gratitude, and blessing to the hundreds of students who have been projecting the mighty love, wisdom, and power of the mighty I Am Presence into the mental and emotional world and assure them that a gigantic work has been accomplished. For if mankind and the beloved students can once understand that all cause rests within the mental and emotional worlds, then they will have reached a point of understanding wherein they know with complete assurance 
that the outer activity of mankind must and will come into perfect order when the only cause, the mental and emotional activities, are corrected and held in subjugation. This is how so much has been accomplished even since last June. Here I want to assure those who have some questions in their mind, was it really true that great devastation had been averted? That one day they will see and know the truth of which I have spoken. Since 300 years after Jesus' ministry, mankind steadily and surely drifted back into dealing with effects instead of causes. And that is why no permanent assistance has been made possible has been possible to be given. Now with the assistance that the turn of the cosmic wheel permits, it is possible to bring the consciousness of mankind back into dealing with the cause and the effect. If out of order, must disappear. This is why the knowing of the mighty I am presence, its powers and whereabouts, is bringing the student to deal only with that one and mighty presence whose cause is full perfection, as hundreds of these students are proving for themselves. When their attention is fixed upon the mighty I am presence, they are dealing with the one and mightiest cause whose one and only expression is perfection. Therefore, their worlds first become filled with ease and rest, and through that, they begin to feel the glory of this mighty presence. As they begin to feel it, they realize that they can reach forth to this mighty presence consciously and release such a mighty avalanche of its mighty energy that the human does not even have time to requalify, but a fragmentary part with its limitations and inharmony. Therefore, the strength which is required to give the eternal proof to the individual is sustained. Thus, through the individual's own self-conscious effort comes the greater and greater recognition of the possibilities within his conscious grasp. Mark you, I say, conscious grasp, for it is only through first conscious acknowledgement, second acceptance, and third, application, or in other words, consciously directing this mighty intelligence and pure energy that the outer or human is dissolved, is kept dissolved enough for the outer to truly grasp these mighty activities. For the pity mankind had believed so long and many individuals very sincerely that they could cure hate, condemnation, and criticism with those same qualities. How futile and tragic has been this false concept. Believe me, O children of the light, hate never cured hate and never will. Condemnation and criticism never cured their kind. For as we have so often said to you, that which your attention and vision is held upon, you are qualifying and compelling to come into this world. Abide and act there. I just want to stop there for a second. That's really a very powerful statement. Mm -hmm. And I think we intrinsically know that's true. But 
our human, you know, consciousness or race consciousness wants to deny it, you know. So you're going to hate me, I'm going to hate you back, right? Right. Or you don't like me, I'm not going to like you back. Or you criticize me, I'm going to criticize you back. It doesn't work. I know, um, especially when you, you know, growing up with siblings and you, and you want to, um, your sister or your brother hits you and you want to hit them back, your parents vote. Now that, you know. Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> like, yes, it does. He hit me. I'm going to hit him back. You know, you want to. That's that's where you want to go. But it doesn't solve anything. It doesn't resolve it. It doesn't cure it. So the only thing that that you can do when you have those feelings is to try and, you know, change them or refocus them or call on you. I am present. Call on violet uh, flame, sacred flame, to burn away the discord and the inharmony that you're feeling. You may not change that person necessarily, or those thoughts may not necessarily change that person if that person, the other person, doesn't want to change because we all have free will. It will change you, however. And that person will either drift out of your experience or you'll drift out of theirs, and you won't have to deal with that anymore. It's an I am statement that, that clearly says for you, says, um, you know, mighty I am presence, silence this discord and remove this person to their to their right position or right spot. Take them out, you know, of my my space, basically, is what you're saying. And you're putting them where they need to be. Let them go where they need to be. And um, it's often difficult to say, you know, when you don't, when you aren't steady or confident in your I am presence to even believe that something invisible to you that you cannot see is going to remove the discord that you feel or see or experience. It does do it. What you put your attention on is is what you are going to feel and experience. It's the truth. If you take your attention off of what you don't want or what you don't want to experience and put it on what you do, I'm not saying I'm not saying if your brother and sister standing there beating the daylights out of you that you're going to stand there and say, you know, you may not be that powerful to be able to do that. And if you were that powerful, they wouldn't be standing there beating the daylights out of you in the first place. Of course, you want to remove yourself from the situation. Get out of there. And, of course, you're going to acknowledge your feelings of feeling badly and wanting wanting revenge and wanting to hurt or wanting to criticize, but it doesn't cure anything. So your job, should you, your mission, should you decide to take it, like Mission Impossible, is to call on your mighty I am presence when you're in those silent moments, when your mind is racing and when you feel, you know, such hatred for an individual. Because really, all you're doing is hurting yourself. They're not even in your space anymore. You know, they're not even around you anymore. And um, forgiveness is not the easiest thing to do when you feel like you've been hurt, criticized, hated upon, um, physically hurt, physically injured, all of those things. But once you get yourself out of that um situation, you can definitely do some work on yourself 
not that individual. It's not your job to work on that person. It's your job to work on yourself. That's how I found it to be for me. I don't know about you, Linda, but that's what I found. I I agree. It's I it's uh, I was you know I always you know wanted to help people and you know make them feel better if they felt crappy or they were in an awful situation or whatever, and you get sucked into their drama sometimes, mm-hmm. and then you feel lousy, and yeah. it's su- such a relief. Uh, to know that you can sit wherever you are. Um, you could sit wherever you are at the kitchen table looking at the newspaper and all the negative stories and go and think, you know, I'm going to send this person, you know, light and love. Mm-hmm. You know, they were arrested for burglary or something. Send that mm-hmm. person light and love because they're getting dumped. doesn't mean it's going to make what they did all go away, but that person's probably got a lot of negativity aimed at them. Right. You know, or their family or whatever. I mean, uh, and to just know that you can sit in your own home and do that. You don't have to even be near the person, you know. Right. And um, that's, that's a good feeling. You don't have to be involved in their drama. You're, right. you're you're operating from a higher plane. You're raising your vibration, and from that vibrational frequency, you're sending love, um, and whatever you know, whatever else, uh, love and light, and and meaning it, and know that know that it's going to that person. Mm-hmm. They're maybe not their outer, but it's going to their um, inner. Right. And that might be all it takes. I, you know, I used to tell people, you know, um, you never know. I used to babysit a lot as a teenager. And, you know, I I don't know what happened to the kids that I babysat for. But Mm -hmm. I know that when they were with me, they felt safe, you know, and I answered questions. And I have no idea whether they even have a memory of me. But... I was me, and I was light and love at that time uh, as Linda gave and received it. Mm -hmm. And that can make a difference. Absolutely. You have touched so many people up until this point. Right. You know, we just have no... That's why I say they're all so, so important and so... Uh, unique in this physical reality. We change the fabric of it once we arrive. And the analogy that you just gave, you know, um, is really very, very powerful because you can do that for another without being involved in their drama. The Ascended Masters are doing the exact same thing for us. If you look at it, they're not they're they're removed from our drama in a sense. They can see what we may be going through, what we may be experiencing, and they are often sending or always sending us 
that energy. That we just need to get it. You know, allow ourselves to to have it, and allow ourselves to. And that's what your mighty I am presence is doing as well. It doesn't qualify the drama. You know, um, we do that. We qualify the drama. Oh well, that's bad. Just like you know, we qualify the weather. Well, snow is bad, sun is good. Well, that's not always the case. Because if you sat, if you were sitting in blazing heat, you'd be crying for the winter. Oh, I just wish I was someplace cooler, right? So we qualify those things. We decide. We're the ones who judge. There's no judgment in our ascended masters. There's no judgment in our mighty I am presence. None. It sees what we're doing. And then it sends us energy, perfection, sees the perfection of us, even when we don't see the perfection of us. I have a post on my um, Facebook profile that says, you know, I'm sure my guardian angel often has a face palm going on. When she's or she, because I know it's a she, when she is, you know, checking me out, I'm sure I know <laughs> at least 50 times a day, probably 100, who knows. She's doing the face palm, you know. She doesn't give up on Sydney. She continues to send me whatever energy I am needing and requesting at the time. So, you know, just what Linda said, you can do those things for another. You don't have to be involved in their drama. You can go through your Facebook scroll, your Twitter scroll, whatever social media you're looking at, and see all that, right? And send that individual love and light just right there. Yeah. I often do that. Nobody knows I'm doing it. It's nobody's business. Well, toot the horn. Sometimes I'll post a thing, you know, uh, for people to, if they really need it and they, you know, can request, if they want to request it, I'll send it. I'll send it out. I'll put a post up and I'll say, you know, if you want, I'm sending out, I'm sending out loving, loving energy, I'm sending out healing energy, or sending out this. Do you like some? Just place a post and I'll do that for you. But sometimes, nine times out of ten, I just do it. Nobody knows. It's nobody's business but mine. And that you have no idea who's doing it for you. You just don't. But that doesn't mean that there aren't people in your in your reality that are not um, shifting the fabric of helping you shift the fabric of your own reality in your own space. That's how important we are to each other, even if we don't realize it. I'm constantly sending and receiving energy, perfecting energy. Because if you don't requalify it, boy, how delicious is that? Don't requalify it as good and bad. Oh, this is good. This is good. You know, do your best to allow the energy to flow unqualified. Perfection doesn't need any qualification. It's just perfect. 
It doesn't need any boasting. It doesn't need. It doesn't need you to boast about it. It doesn't need any arrogance. It doesn't need any of that. It is perfect perfection. All right, Linda. Thank you for sharing that because that was great. With all we have said and given forth, so little has been grasped of how much the personality is constantly qualifying the very atmosphere and conditions about it with the thing it does not want through the belief that it can continue to have any kind of feeling and speak words of discord, have hate and limitation, and still be unaffected by it. This stubborn false concept of mankind mankind has filled the world with all kinds of tragedy. Now this mighty eternal light is being released to show mankind why the outer world has been so filled with tragedy. If I were to show you for one half hour how much selfishness has been removed from the mental and feeling world of humanity since these classes of the I Am began, you would scarcely believe that so much accomplishment in so short a time could have been possible. It could not and would not have been possible except for this mighty eternal radiation of light from the great host of the ascended masters from the great central sun, the masters from Venus, the silent watcher, Cyclopeia, and the mighty gods of the mountains. All this is making possible the achievement for which the Legion of Light and the Great White Brotherhood have labored for centuries. For over 14,000 years, this work has continued without cessation. The great ascended ones seen the victory from the beginning, but oh, the infinite patience to wait upon the waywardness of mankind century after century. Yet was there no single thought of impatience or why does not humanity change? It is only within the compass of human thought and feeling that judgment and impatience enter in. Not for 7,000 years has there been such rejoicing at the inner octaves of activity or mankind, as comes with the ushering in of 1935. While it is true that there will be some great extremes in both constructive and destructive activity, yet the forward impulse is so great that many of the destructive things will pass with much less notice than otherwise would have been. As more and more of the students of the mighty I Am Presence realize that their thought and feeling are the only causes in their world and that it is entirely within their provenance, within their ability and dominion to govern their thought and feeling, then they will know that to govern these harmoniously, sustaining this activity will fill their worlds with eternal perfection. This day, when the great feeling and thought are fixed upon the Christ activity, it is made possible as never before the filling of the mind and feeling world of mankind with this mighty cosmic Christ presence. Thus, can you understand how great is our happiness on this Christmas day to see the goal of freedom of mankind in sight? Once they learn to withhold all power they have given the screaming human appearances, 
then individuals will see how quickly those appearances will disappear. For no kind of discord nor human limitation can be sustained unless by the thought and feelings of individuals. Therefore, O oh beloved students of light, to every discordant, limiting appearance say, Get thee hence, thou powerless human creation. I know thee not. My world is filled only with the mighty perfection of my mighty I am present. I take away from you foolish appearance, all power to harm or disturb. I walk henceforth in the light of the mighty I am presence in which there is no shadow and I am free, forever free. I say to you, O beloved students, do not fail to charge your mind, body, home, world, an activity with the mighty love, perfection, and intelligent activity of your mighty I am presence. Send forth through conscious projection, like the belching forth of a great cannon, the mighty violet consuming flame, consuming everything undesirable and imperfect in your world of activity. Consciously qualify this with the full power of divine love in action. Then see and feel what great beauty, happiness, and perfection you will experience as you move forward. I urge the students with all the earnestness of my being to constantly charge everything with the activity of their thought and feeling with love, opulence, and perfect achievement. Do this qualifying with dynamic energy. Put great feeling and sureness back of it and you will find such changes taking place in your world of activity and environment as almost to compare with the rubbing of Aladdin's lamp. Mm. I say to you, beloved students, with all the love of my heart, use, use, use this mighty application to your freedom. When you call the mighty I am presence into action into your life, environment and activity, all struggle ceases. The undesirable moves out and the I am presence moves in. And you find that you have truly entered into a new world filled with the happiness and perfection you have always known existed somewhere within your own heart. Beloved one, no matter how humble your present position seems to be, by calling your I am presence into action, you can transform everything within your world and fill it with the perfection that you desire to have. Very important. Train yourselves to still the outer, if only for five minutes, three times a day. At the end of the stillness, with all the calm earnestness of your being, call the mighty I am presence into action, and you will have all the proof in the world you wish of the presence, power, and dominion of your own mighty God self. The beloved Master Jesus wishes me to extend his love and assurance that he will give forth his special radiance to the students under this radiation for the entire year of 1935. <clears throat> he will not dictate over the ray today, but will on New Year's Day. This is the, Christ, the Christmas message which the host of great ascended masters, the Legion of Light, and the Great White Brotherhood gives to you today. May your hearts, O oh beloved students, 
be filled with our eternal presence of divine love. And may you become so charged with its active presence that its very radiance become an eternal, consuming activity, keeping out everything but the eternal light of perfection. I charge the mental and emotional world of humanity with our eternal, active presence of divine love, manifest everywhere in the hearts and minds of mankind. In the name, in the power, in the love of that eternal light and perfection of the universe, I send forth the consuming, purifying flame throughout the earth, bringing mankind, controlling the feelings of mankind, and holding them in the governing presence and perfection of divine love, now and forever, with all the love of my being, St. Germain. Thank you. You know what? That very important part is very important. (laughs) It's very, very important. Train yourselves to still the outer, if only for five minutes, three times a day. I know. I know that we are very, very busy little beavers here on this planet. We're very busy humans. We, we have a lot of things on our plate. We're juggling a lot of things. We have a very busy, active life. If only for five minutes, three times a day, that's 15 minutes out of your 24 hours, okay? At the end of that stillness, with all the calm and earnestness of your being, Call the mighty I am presence into action and you will have all the proof in the world you wish of the presence, power, and dominion of your own mighty God self. Very important right there. Okay? Train yourself to still the outer if only for five minutes, three times a day. You may want to write that on a little sticky. You may want to set a timer on your phone. Just a little something to remind yourself to still yourself. Now, you may not be able to do it at that moment. I don't know. Maybe you're, you know, driving your car and you can't still yourself. But you are making the attempt to remind yourself to at least do it. What have you got to lose? If you do this, what have you got to lose? 15 minutes out of your busy day where you, you know, you might not be able to watch WWF or, you know, you might not be able to watch Scandal or you might not be able to, I don't know, go out to the bar or go to a party. 15 minutes out of your day, 24 hours you don't have for yourself to still yourself, to still yourself so that you can allow your mighty I am presence, your mighty God self to work on your behalf so funny, I was speaking to someone on Friday and um, I was saying to her, you know, we often look to our mighty God self for the big thing. You know, the big, oh God, I hope you get me this job or I hope, you know, I pass this test, I can get to school. You know, the big thing, 
Not the little thing. Not the, like, you know, can you help me find the pen? <laughs> See, you're not in the habit if you're not relying on your mighty I am presence for everything. We're not in the habit. We don't we, we don't get in the habit. We get in the habit. We, we get there sometimes when, you know, stuff is going and, you know, your bills, you do, and I don't know, maybe you cause me possessed or somebody's sick in your family and you're praying for them. That's when you try to get in the habit. But you can't get in the habit when you've got chaos and confusion because it's too much going on. Better to get in the habit now. And if you've got chaos and confusion going on, well, then get in the habit. But and stay there, though. You will do better if you get in the habit now when maybe there's not a whole lot of wiki-wacky going on and start to build up your momentum. And if you got a whole lot of wiki-wacky going on and you can start to build up the momentum right where you're standing, that's great. But i got to tell you, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Not that it's impossible. It's just going to be a little difficult. It may take a little bit longer for you to settle yourself down. Settle. It may take you a little longer for you to pipe down and get calm. Because, again, when you have a raging ocean, which is your feelings and emotions that are going on inside of you, and you throw a little pebble in there, you don't see very many results at all. You you really very rarely see any results. Because you can't see it. All you see is the big raging ocean. The big waves come and crash in out there. When things are calm and still, you throw even a small pebble into a still pond. You can see ripples going across. And they go far and wide. So it's better to be calm and start to calm yourself and still yourself than to have that raging ocean because you don't know where that stone's going to come back. It could just shoot back out and knock you upside your head, which it often does. For me, anyway, I've, I've seen that happen. You know, when I'm all chaotic and crazy and wicky-wacky and I, you know, try to throw that stone in there and I'm going to throw that right smack there upside my head. Here it comes right back at me. When it's calm, when I calm myself, I can literally hear the answers churning up inside of me. Feel the answers. So that part is very important, I feel. Um, let's see, how much more do we have left? Not very much, guys and girls. I'm going to read a little bit more. Thank you, Linda. You're welcome. Do you have anything to say about that particular chapter you read? Mm. It's pretty important. It's an important chapter to reread, to remind yourself um, of how far you've come mm-hmm. and um, what you can do to continue that and how far you can go. The pow- and showing you your power. Yeah. The limit list. I have become a, a Doctor Who fan again. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <sighs> so I've been watching that on Netflix when I, you know, have the opportunity in there. Mm-hmm. And um, 
it's kind of cool. I don't know. I, I just love the writing. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, how they, I don't know. It's just, they make it, they make the things that you're able to do, you know, it gives you such um, a glimpse into your power, really. You know, that we are really, we really don't get how powerful we are. And I know it's a show and I know it's seemingly fiction, but all fiction is based on some parts of reality, I do believe. And um, it just makes you ponder, makes you sit and think about the possibilities, you know, of who you are and what, what are you capable of. You're capable of so many things, all of us. And we're limitless, limitless, and vast and deep, you know, our consciousness is. So I just encourage you all to to uh, truly start to accept that. And one of, the, one, of your, one of your little things may be to go in here and look and see how many times the ascended masters are trying to get you to understand your perfection. Do you know how many times? I don't even know. I haven't counted. I think I'm going to make that a task to just count how many times they have said the word perfection in this book. I'm going to have to count it on my um, PDF file. Just count. Do a word count search for perfection. Because you, you're perfection. You are perfection. And... I know that's a hard concept for some of us to get, but you have to get it. You have to start to throw that word around in your mind, roll it around in your mind and your heart and your spirit and start to feel it. And what does that word mean? What does that feeling mean? What is it to feel that and be that and know that? Um, And then just say it. You don't even have to say, I am perfection. Just say perfection. You will start to start to see perfection in so many different processes and so many different things in your body, in your own mind, in your own reality. You'll start to see perfection where you might not have noticed it before. You might not have even paid attention before. Oh, wow, that really is kind of perfect. <laughs> Just in how grass will grow, or a blade of—I uh, mean, a blade of grass or a flower tree. You know, we've often talked about how trees stand and have stayed, stood the test of time when mankind has, um, you know, disappeared—not disappeared, but you know, transitioned and moved on. And the tree, the tree is still there, standing majestically, or the mountain, you know, or the the see perfection in the planet. You know, so many of us are talking about the scarcity, the scarcity, the scarcity. Listen, when you do a change, a radical change, a radical shift in your own thinking, that includes thinking that the world is falling apart. When you do a radical shift in your in your thinking, You have to change the way you looked at the planet, change the way you looked at individuals, change the way you felt about 
that's a radical shift in your mind. And if you can make a radical shift, other people can make begin to make a radical shift. But we will perpetuate the limitation because we all keep looking at the limitation and saying, you know, and talking about the limitation. And the limitation, and we keep looking at the limitation. Stop looking at the limitation of all things. Stop looking at the perfection. This planet has been spinning on its axis for, for a long time, much longer than we've been here individualized as who we are now. It will continue a long time after we have gone. But if we don't shift and change our thought process about that, we'll talk about global warming until the cows come home. I'm not saying that doesn't exist. It does exist because we've created it. <laughs> we can uncreate it by looking at the perfection of the planet. <clears throat> what are you saying, Linda? I agree. We created it and we can dissolve it. Yeah. That's not saying that those things don't exist. That is not exact. That is not what I'm saying. They exist because we created them. Yeah. Yeah. They exist because we created them. We created them in in our thought process and our thought process and our feelings. The manifestations that we see around us are that what's inside manifested outside. So we can start to change that. We can start to change how we view the planet, how we view individuals in the planet, how we view the ecosystem. The ecosystem is quite perfect, left on its own, without us thinking how terrible it is and what, oh, we're just depleting all the resources. You can't do it. (laughs) You can't do that. You can't deplete the resources unless you decide you're going to deplete the resources. And if you perpetuate the thought that we're depleting the resources, then we are. That's what we're creating. But you can perpetuate a new thought. You can be the one. I can be the one. We all can be the one. That's what St. Germain and the courses are trying to get us to understand. We don't have to keep looking up imperfection and limitation like it's some sort of badge, that shield or, you know, Congratulations, you are limited. You're limited. Oh, Linda, you know, it's so wonderful that you don't have any money to pay your bills. Isn't that great? I'm not going to think of Linda in that way. I see Linda as abundant, as rich, as perfect, as healthy, as joyful, as happy when I think of her, no matter what's going on. Sure, there may be things that are happening in her experience, in my experience, but I'm the one. Got to do the shifting. So I encourage you all to do that for each other. Do it for yourself first, of course, because everything changes from within but based on what you're doing on your, on your, the work you're doing on yourself. And then start moving out. Extend it to your family members. You know, you don't have to tell them that you're doing this work. You can just do it without anybody knowing it. So we're on discourse number 32, the love, uh, January 1st. Let's see how much oh, we got six minutes. I'll read until the six minutes are done. <laughs> January first, nineteen thirty five, we love Jesus New Year's Day discourse. As we look upon the accomplishment of the past year from the higher octaves of light and then come into your octave of human activity, we see and feel the great change which has taken place even in one year. I know for me, 
since I've been doing the I Am Dish courses and focusing on my mighty I Am presence, things have shifted and changed for me and dramatically in a year. It is truly most encouraging, most assuring of the ultimate goal of victory and the freedom of mankind from the chains and limitations of their own creation. For all, the pity is mankind does not understand that the human activity alone is the only creator of limitation and inharmony there is. Isn't that what we were just talking about? In other words, through the ungoverned activity of the outer, personalities allow themselves to constantly requalify the perfect energy, the pure essence of their own mighty I am presence, producing all that is undesirable when it is within their ability to keep themselves so harmonized that the perfect intelligence and energy flowing through the human form could not and would not be requalified. Therefore, it would constantly do its perfect work, not only in perfecting the human form, causing it to express divine perfection, but it would allow that purity and perfection to flow into, flow out into the individual's world, producing the beauty harmony, and success each heart so much craves. Why does almost everyone desire greater beauty, perfection, and abundance of everything, of every good thing? Because every one of us, we all desire that. Isn't that true? We all desire to be healthy. We all desire to have the good things of our lives. I don't think I've met one person who just wants to be, um, who really, really deep down doesn't want to be loved who really deep down doesn't want health, who really deep down doesn't want a warm home, who really deep down doesn't want to have friends and family or have good things to eat. I've not met one person yet on this planet that says, oh, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather be living in the street. Not yet, not really. I haven't met one person yet. And I've spoken to a lot of homeless people, and I've had homeless people around me because I've been homeless. So I can speak to that. <laughs> I one person who was homeless who didn't want to be. Because it is an inner recognition of each one's own God-given dominion, which everyone can assert at any time, I assure you, beloved children of light, that every individual can assert his dominion at any time if he only will by his recognition and acceptance of his own mighty I am presence, for that enables this invincible presence to become the mighty directing intelligence. Therefore, do you not see that to this mighty presence there is no obstruction, therefore no struggle, no interference of any kind? The I am presence doesn't struggle. We do. But your I am presence doesn't. Your mighty God tells there's no struggle. There's no obstruction. But we create the barrier. We do that. This is why the old scriptural statement so long used, be still and know that I am God, can be made a dynamic power in one's life. This being still means the harmonizing and quieting of the outer mind. In the past year, we have drawn attention to many of the scriptural statements given, giving more explanation of their true meaning. This year, we hope to bring forth a full and complete explanation of all the I am statements used through the centuries. 
that mankind may have the evidence before their own eyes of the freedom and dominion which is within their own grasp. So I'm going to stop here for this week. We are leaving off on page 349. We are in this course number 32. And next week we'll be on page 350. And then we'll be done with the book. Actually, we'll be very done with it next week. It'll be the end, Linda. <laughs> yes, <In> the beginning. <laughs> the end of nice. last week. Go ahead. It would Sorry. be nice if we could, you know, hear other people's. Um, a year ago, you know, what what happened, you know, and what changes have you seen over a year? Yes. That would be great. So if you are listening to the podcast, um, you know, you're listening to the download, download this week, join us next week. Well, maybe the week after because a lot of people do celebrate Easter. It's Easter Sunday next, uh, next Saturday, Sunday. Um, but we'll be here during the Indigo Room. So um, on the, we'll make it on, the the day the twelfth right okay so April twelfth join us um, and if you've been reading your I am discourses or using your um, the I am statements that you know are in the book or you've been using your own um, you've been joined us in the I am statements groups on Facebook or you just listen to the podcast from time to time, but you decided that you want to do this thing for the year, um, as we encouraged you to do when we first started reading them last October, I think it was, or August. A year ago. Like yeah, it was a year ago. Um, 2013, I think, right? <laughs> you got it. So... Um, let us know, you know, if you'd like to share. I know I have a lot of things to share. I know Linda has some things to share. I'm sure Gary will join us, Darren. Um, and uh, let us know if you're seeing changes in yeah, your own feeling. Email Sydney if you can't make the show. We, I'm sure we could read them on the air. Yes, yes. Email me at the Indigo Room 2 <laughs> at gmail.com. I will check that email. I haven't checked it all week. I am going to check it this week because I keep forgetting I have it. So, um, yeah, I will be checking the email so you can email me. You can even Facebook me. Don't Facebook me the message, though. You could just let me know that, you know, Sid, I got something to share, and I'll send you the email address if you didn't write it down or you don't have it or you know someone who needs it or whatever. (laughs) I'd rather get the email, though. Um, so we're going to end here, and don't forget to check out Sedona Talk Radio. Um, that's Linda's talk show. Um, this, uh, and, I don't even know. Talk Radio Chase, talk show. Yep, and sydneychase.wordpress.com. Yes, yep. You can um, definitely follow the blog um, there, and uh, you'll get the post as well every day. I do them every day. I try to do them every day. Last week I didn't do them every day because I was away, but I do try to do them every day. Um, give you something to be encouraged about. And it encourages me. Usually I'm doing it for myself, but 
as me being selfish, but I share what I find um, with the rest of you all because I feel like this, if we can all um, pay more attention to our own perfection, if we can all um, focus on our mighty I am presence, um, that's a good thing for for me. It's a good thing for you. It's a good thing for the planet. Um, it's a good thing for all of us. And it, it encourages me to read them and share. So hopefully you'll find some encouragement yourself um, in doing that. And um, Gary has a new blog, and um, he's been working on it. And um, I think it gave, I don't, I'm not sure if it's up and ready, but it was Law of Attack. Look, I don't have the website again now. I gave it to you last time I was here. Anyway, um, we'll find out because it wasn't working. It wasn't up yet. And um, Law of Attraction Mastery, that's what it's called, dot com. That's Gary's new uh, blog. And uh, he's going to be posting um, their interesting stories and sharing stuff with individuals um, about their processes and what they've used. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's created. Um, And uh, it looks like it's going to be good. But, yeah, I just went to it. It's still not loading. So I guess he he hasn't made it public yet. He hasn't made it live. So he'll let us know when he's going to do that. Um, I hope you have a great week. And um, I hope that you really, you know, read these I Am Discourses just for yourself for the benefit of yourself, for the benefit of your family and those around you. will help you a lot. See you next week. Do you have any parting words, Linda? Nope. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'll see you all next week. Bye. This is uh, Linda Gillen and Sydney Chase and Linda Patrick signing off. I'm going to watch Dr. Ho. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus.